When do we as a society decide it's not okay for the rights of some people to supersede the rights of other people? You hear me? Can you please not videotape over here? Denver has been in decay for a long time. For us, it's a bunch of, um, I told you so. It is a city facing a significant set of challenges. It's heartbreaking. You know, I've lived here for 50 years. You know, I haven't wanted to come down because I was afraid of what I could see. I always felt safe here from the very beginning, since 98. I don't feel safe anymore, and that's sad. I, won't, I wouldn't bring anyone down here for anything. My frustration is I think this is what we achieve or what we, what we receive when there's one party control of all three branches of government at multiple levels. So we're losing ground in this city and it's unfortunate and frankly it's, it's personally frustrating because many of the issues we're dealing with, except for the pandemic, were foreseeable. I don't buy that there's excuses for these people to fail. They drive by maybe, or they see the boards, and it's just, it says closed, and it says danger. Garbage everywhere, human waste, needles, a blasé attitude from those that were living in that environment. What kind of message is it sending from the state to law-abiding citizens that this seemingly is tolerated by you and state government. If we don't address the challenges of everybody in this community, we will continue to see decay. Welcome back to Canary in a Coal Mine. I'm joined today by Stefan Tubbs, host of the Stefan Tubbs Show on 710KNUS in Denver, who just released an amazing documentary called Denver in Decay. For those of you who remember the show, Seattle is Dying, the documentary Seattle is Dying, this looks at Denver. And Stefan, one of the things I was most interested by was that it doesn't just cover the decay, it covers the riots as well, and it actually holds politicians directly accountable for it, which is something that Seattle's Dying didn't do at all. Seattle's Dying just laid out, here's the drugs, maybe here's some stuff we can do about it. And this, in fact, went after politicians specifically. Yeah, Ari, good, uh, good to be with you and thank you for the time. Um, you can only imagine in the days since this thing premiered, you know, last week, um, everybody and their mother is coming after us. The fact is, uh, over the last few months, we have seen a problem that has been tolerated and allowed exactly like what you've seen in Seattle with Chaz and Chop and exactly like we've seen in Portland. And when I say exactly, of course, I don't mean on the scale because you know Denver was bad. It's nothing like what you all have seen in the Pacific Northwest. However, I decided as a documentary filmmaker and a newsman and a talk show host, so I'm kind of like a bunch of different things in my mind, but I'm going, something isn't right here. This is not right, this is being tolerated, it's being allowed. So I thought I'd take a look back at, for the homeless problem, for example, you know, how long does this go back? And Denver had a plan as, as maybe righteous or as stupid as it may sound on the surface, there was a 10 year plan to end homelessness. It started in 2005 and it was supposed to be done in 2015. Well, it was a boondoggle of money and political appointments and so in this documentary film, Denver in Decay, we decided to at least 
offer these politicians a chance to talk about it. And wouldn't you know, my friend, um, no one really wanted to do it. So now we're being accused of not talking about and to the people that wouldn't talk to us anyway. <laughs> so this is, it's a mirror universe, okay? It's like looking in a mirror. It's not a mirror universe. That's like the evil versus the good, like in Star Trek. No, this is actually looking in a mirror for Seattle. You guys are just a few years behind us because we're now in year 17, 15 of our 10-year plan to end homelessness. And it's only gone exponentially worse, same thing, payouts. And we reelected and elected a new city council that's more socialist, more Marxist, that's only pushing more of these ideas. And here's a new one for you. I just found this out last night. Seattle is now bringing back the injection site idea, trying to slip it in under the radar with COVID. So now we're gonna have legalized heroin dens in Seattle as if what's going on wasn't bad enough. So you say the reaction, I, I can see it online because I follow you on social media. It's been pretty palpable. Do you Are you going to offer those politicians the opportunity to be interviewed and maybe do a follow-up to this video? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm not, Ari. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, uh, I just, right before we started, I saw an email from, follow me here, the former, a former director of public safety in the city of Denver, okay? And... It was forwarded this email to me and it was his review of Denver in Decay. And I see who he sent this to. He sent it to everyone from the mayor of Denver to the chief of staff and every crony and city council person there. And he's telling, you know, telling them this was cowardly, just like the mayor said, it was politically driven. Look. You know, now that the horse is out of the barn, it's funny how um, everybody everybody is a movie critic, right, or a film critic. Everybody's a Siskel and Ebert, and they're all criticizing this documentary film that it's, it's approaching 50,000 views in less than four or five days out there. I knew it would be controversial, but at least, I mean, with Seattle is dying, at least they have the backing of a TV newsroom and some people above that wanted to do it, there's nobody in this city or state that would take on what we did. And I don't say that to be braggadocious. It's just, you know, it's, it's, there's a time when you need to call some things out. And, and then after the fact, these people that are criticizing it, who didn't want to take part in it, it to begin with, I mean, I don't, frankly, to your question, I don't think they deserve a second chance. That said, if they want to come on my show, of course I'd talk. So this is exactly what happened when Seattle is Dying came out. They came gunning for everybody. They came gunning for me, but I'll tell you something interesting. So I don't know if you know this or not, but when we spoke, I own an event rental company. Mm -hmm. And one of the people who was my harshest critics said um, months after it came out when I was running for political office, they said, how the hell did I not know that Ari Hoffman owned bounce houses? And this is one of the people who harshly criticized Seattle is Dying, where there's a 10 minute segment literally talking about how, how I got involved and that I own a bounce house company. I guarantee you, but the majority of people who are criticizing you right now have not even watched the video. And Absolutely. I bet that if you ask them, they'll say, oh, they have. And if you ask them a specific thing, they haven't actually watched the thing. And it's very hard for them because they're trying to tell people what you're seeing with your own eyes isn't actually happening. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. But people in Denver, I'm sure, can obviously see the stuff that you showed in the video, what's happening on the streets. Right. And you know what, brother, what they say, what they say the last few days is who needed a 50 minute film to show us what we already know? 
Look, there's, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say besides we did this documentary film to try to be a wake up call. Because look, I mean, I live in the suburbs of Denver. I don't live in the city. Um, the majority of this metro area, 2.7 plus million, you know, 700,000 live literally in the city of Denver. But you're right. I mean, people, people that are criticizing, there'll always be those, those folks. They, they hear your name or they see my name or vice versa. And they automatically put us in a bucket of, well, they probably did this. But what's amazing to me is they're saying that we're showing them what the, most of the people in the suburbs, yeah, it's, it's been seen. But you know, the local media here, what they would do is focus on, well, these are mostly peaceful protests. So they may show a, a, a shot of the million dollars plus in damage at the Colorado State Capitol. But do they get into it? And see, it's that politically correct thing. Well, those people that are doing the damage, you know, they say that they're doing this for a George Floyd. So who are we in local media to criticize? And I said BS to all of that. And that is why we, believe it or not, we tried to be down the middle. I've got Democrats, granted they ran for mayor and lost to the incumbent, but I've got Democrats and Republicans in this. I didn't do this for anything else but to expose what's been going on. And you know there is, Ari, in city politics, and it's everywhere, the H word, hypocrisy, basically has, has reared its ugly head again. Well, you know that O.J. Simpson was mostly peaceful the night that his wife, Nicole, died. <laughs> right? He was mostly peaceful that night. Exactly. <laughs> so I know, brother, that's it. Yeah. In your video, you didn't get so much into the solutions of what could be done. You got more into missed opportunities. Like they could have done this and instead they did that. Right. What would you propose would be the solutions in a nutshell? What would be the best way to approach the problems Denver's having? I assume they're very similar to what we've said regarding Seattle and other places. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I've been asked this before, and I've got into it with a couple of, of my friends who, you know, look, you didn't get into solutions. Number one, we never, ever promised or even hinted that we were going to, in Denver and Decay, that we were going to offer solutions. And here's why. It may seem like a cop-out to people. I, I, I stand by it. It's not my job to solve your city's problems. You all are elected. You have had decades to do this. You've seen it coming. Why is some small little documentary film supposed to offer solutions? What we did do though, as you said, is to um, at least point out where, where, where things uh, have, have, have failed. So here's the answer to your question in very simple terms. Start over. Admit things did not work. Admit that if you can start with a fairly clean slate, try to get this bipartisanship that everybody in this state says they're all about when it comes to homeless issues. Um, admit you screwed up, admit that past policies have not worked and start fresh. And I think there's a subtle hint underlying in Denver and Decay with that, but uh, I'm just stunned that you know elected leaders, um, people in the governor's office, they're expecting this film to have solved their problems they caused these problems, and I, I want to help with at least exposing it, but I don't think it's – these people are – they're elected. They're getting paid to do stuff, and now all they're doing is they're just blaming people, and now it's all my fault. Right. <laughs> you know, right. Ego's a really hard thing for these people. They don't understand the idea of admitting they screwed up and maybe they could find a different route. And actually, they would probably win in a landslide if they did that. If they said, you know what, I take it on the chin, 
I screwed up and now I'm going this way. And I would be, I know in Seattle, and I'm sure you would be in Denver, the first people to say, we got your back. If you're actually going to solve this this time, okay, the past is the past and you screwed up a lot and we've said some horrible things about you. Let's bygones be bygones and let's go fix this together. I'm sure that both of us would be the first ones at the table and that's hundred percent, hundred percent. And what I find interesting is the man who is running for Senate against our Republican incumbent, Senator, uh, you know, he wants to be Senator. John Hickenlooper was the mayor of Denver. He was the governor of Colorado, but he was the mayor when this uh, Denver, uh, Denver's road home is what it's called. And it was the 10 year plan. Well, now he's, you know, he ran for president and now he's, you know, it's tight race between uh, him and, uh, and Senator Cory Gardner. But, you know, it's, it's so blatantly obvious that, you know, we live overall, at least we used to before COVID, a pretty forgiving society. And if people used to apologize and do all of that, we could say, okay, you know, there you go. But I think it'd be a, a fascinating thing if you could get people on both sides to go, you know what, we did screw up and this is at epic proportions right now. Let's start with that clean slate. Of course, I don't have any idea what that would look like, but that would be wishful thinking. Amen. A hundred percent. I mean, I wish it was another way, but unfortunately it's just not. Anyway, Stephen Tubbs, this amazing new documentary, Denver in Decay. Congratulations on it. I hope the views only continue to grow. I hope people's eyes are open, the people who weren't paying attention before. Where can people find the documentary? I know it's on YouTube. Where else can they look for it if they're looking for it? They just go onto YouTube and type in Denver and Decay. What are the other places they can find it? Denver and Decay, our website uh, for the station, 710knus.com. You can go to the Stephen Tubbs show. Um, follow us on, on Twitter as well. We're at decay denver and there's a lot of good um a lot of good threads let's just say a lot of people are are getting into it and fighting and calling us names and everything in the end though i i did this uh and i think probably your participation and why they did the um, seattle is dying is you know we love where we live and this is a great place to live and in your area as well but if we don't say something and stand up um God knows where we're going to go. And it's just interesting, isn't it? As we wrap up, I know you got to go, but the, the parallels and how we met and, and what you're saying. And I remember when we met a couple of years ago in person, you made it very clear what's happening here could happen in Denver. Voila. Sorry. That's the whole point of the public record. That's why we call a canary in a coal mine. I'll give you one little closing piece of advice, okay? And I know you've been in this a lot longer than I have, but something that keeps me a little sane during all this insanity. And this is for all our viewers and listeners too. I know we screenshot the bad stuff and we're like, look at these crazies here and look how they talk. Screenshot the good stuff because on your bad days, it'll remind you why you did it. <laughs> so I'm just saying like <laughs> screenshot both. All right. Keep a folder of it. It's really inspiring sometimes. Stephen Tubbs from the Stephen Tubbs show and Denver in decay. Thank you so much for joining us. You can find it on YouTube and 710 K N U S and Denver in decay. We'll be back after a brief word from our sponsor.